hello, 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 especially hello to you. You know who you are. Welcome to the Pottervision podcast. Who's that? Who's whoever, he talking about? I don't know. Just thought I'd make whoever's listening feel like the special. It's the Pottervision podcast. The podcast where every week, myself, Lucas Kirkby, and this gentleman to my left, Tom Lawrenson, we look at a chapter of the Harry Potter books and uh, we're inspired by that in an hour of engaging, thrilling conversation. This week we're on episode 81 and we're on uh, book four, chapter 24, (laughs) (laughs) chapter 24, Rita Skeeter's Scoop. Oh, Tom, I'd love a scoop of ice cream right now, would you? You've got a podcast to record. No, just a little blob of vanilla. Um, Yeah. Uh, a scoop of ice cream would be nice. What's your favourite uh, kind of ice cream? I like classic vanilla, but I'll also go for uh, a bit of banana as well. I like banana and ice cream. Oh, yeah. I can see you. I can imagine you sat, you know, legs crossed on a rainy day eating a screwball. Oh, I used to love a screwball How as a did kid. I know? Screwball, one of the shittest ice creams. <laughs> Absolutely awful crap. And this geezer loves them. Sorry. Hey, look, I know it's a shit ice cream, but when you get to the bottom, there's a shit bubblegum as well. Yeah, I know. <laughs> At the bottom. It's like decomposed a bit because of the ice cream. He's a chalk ice boy. He's a screwball lad. Yeah. What ice cream are you going for? I don't know, Maxibon. <laughs> what the hell's Maxibon? Those who know, know. <laughs> Always speaking to that individual listener again. <laughs> How are you, you old git? I am well. Last uh, last week I was in Poland. 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 Go on. Uh, meeting a vicar with Martina for this church wedding we've got coming up. Hello, vicar. Will you marry me? Yeah, and he said yes, Uh, but obviously I don't speak Polish, uh, and he didn't speak a lot of English, uh, but as soon as he heard Manchester, a little smile, uh, you know, lifted up his face, and he turned to me and he went, Manchester United, Manchester City. Thank you, Vicar. Thank you, Vicar. And we both, uh, we nodded. And then Manchester Martina... United, <laughs> Manchester City. That's it. That's yeah. your blessing. You're married. Hey, and who knows, maybe Martina will be walking down the aisle to Vindaloo by Fat Les. <laughs> if you let me decide, that is what you'd be walking down the aisle to. <laughs> I knew you'd smile at the, the mention of Fat Les. Uh, but yeah, hey, but I've not got a story, but Martina's got a funny story. You're going to call her up? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> call her up, she can tell it to you. No, no, so she, I was getting the plane direct to Poland, she was getting the plane from Germany, right? Yeah. And uh, on the plane, previously, she'd seen this uh, video on Instagram telling you yeah. how to create the perfect I'm on a plane video. <laughs> I'm on a plane, I'm on a plane I'm on a plane Well I hope it is the perfect video Is to get uh, dragged off while screaming They're going to kill me, they're going to kill me And your t-shirt <laughs> rising up above you Because you refuse the offer to sell your seat Do you remember that video? <laughs> I don't remember that video That sounds nuts <laughs> That guy, he sued American Airlines yeah. And he got like a few million dollars I think Yeah, yeah Oh I remember him being dragged through the plane Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, it wasn't quite that video, but the idea is, is that you put your phone up against the window while you're flying around, and then you close the blind in yeah. front of it. She forget her phone. Well, she leaves it right behind the back, and she leaves it for about 10 minutes to get a video. She might, I don't know, speed it up, do a time lapse or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Right. So 10 minutes go by, right? She puts the blind back up, she picks up her phone, and it is roasting hot. Right, yeah. So much so that she can't hold it. it. She can't hold it, right? Because <laughs> the, the sun on the glass oh. has heated up the phone, right? So she's thinking, bloody hell. And, you know, they always say at the beginning of a flight, if your laptop or your mobile device starts becoming hot or whatever, you tell somebody. Right, now, if yeah. this happened to you, would you tell anybody or would you just let it cool down? I believe I would open the tray in front of me, yeah, plop it on there, and I'd see what happens. Yeah, yeah. Well, Martina thought I'll be a good passenger and I'll tell them that it's hot. So she goes, excuse me, stewardess, my phone's hot. German stewardess or Polish stewardess? Uh, I don't know. I didn't get that from her. So they... You never amass the important details, do you? I know, I know. <laughs> she goes, my phone's hot. Right, and the stewardess, stewardess goes, right, let me pick it up. Right. She picks it picture, up. picture of you comes up. Is that what you mean? <laughs> Is that what you mean? <laughs> <laughs> Listen here. That, you can wait till your wedding night. <laughs> <laughs> but you're right. Anyway, so she picks it up and she drops it. She goes, oh, bloody hell, that's hot. Yeah. They come back in with a pair of gloves, right? Pick up the phone and they put it in a safe because they're scared of it being hot, right? Yeah. And then they chuck bags of ice in the safe as well. And then they lock the safe, scared about a phone. And uh, everyone's like panicking on the fo- on the plane, thinking what the bloody hell's happened because his phone's been chucked in a, a safe with some ice. Oh, my God. But luckily, it was all all right. Does the phone still work? The phone still works. Oh, oh Martina, I am so happy for you. Yeah. And what's even better is she'd seen this Instagram video of how to make the perfect video. She looks at the video that she's made. And you can see the reflection of her phone throughout the whole video. <laughs> Shit! <laughs> It's shit, Your Honour. <laughs> it's shit, Master. If you're going to sentence me for attempted terrorism, at least it, at least see that what I was trying to do didn't work. Yeah, yeah. Please, Your Honour. It was all in vain. Right? <laughs> so, yeah, that was Martina's story. Uh, but I've got, I've got something for you this week. You like this? It's a gun. It's a gun, Your Honour. <laughs> oh, my God. It appears to be an invitation. Do you want me to open it now or open yeah, it later? Open it now, open it now. Oh my fucking god. Hey, do you like the wax seal? The wax seal, this is. I'm so happy the camera's there because I'll be able to savor this forever. <laughs> Something. Yeah, you don't get to keep it forever, do you? No, no, it dies. When you get given a. Someone will give you a present, it's like they've wrapped it beautifully. I don't yeah. want to open it, I want to. Have that forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm shaking it and the animal dies. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> yeah, you want to leave that little ribbon in a bow. Oh, okay, let's do it. Oh. Oh. I've said my head on come. <laughs> Martina Herlishek. 
Yeah, nearly. <laughs> and Lucas Rigby. Correct. <laughs> request the company, Tom and Lucy. Yeah. At the celebration of their wedding, Saturday. What? I don't give away the date. All right. Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what? it's we've narrowed it down to a Saturday, lads. One o'clock. Yeah. Um, at the certain address. Gorgeous. Yeah. Right. Oh my God. So we've got. A garden party, yeah. a family home with food and drinks. We can't wait to see you in your fancy dress. Hey, have you sorted out your fancy dress yet? This is the first time hearing of it. All right, yeah, you got to be. <laughs> <laughs> you got to wear a fancy dress at the the garden party on the Thursday, whatever you want. Anything. Anything, as long as it's you know a costume. I could come as I don't know uh, a bishop. <laughs> Please come as a bishop. <laughs> but then what would Lucy be? Queen. The queen. <laughs> Two chess pieces. No. Oh. It's the bishop and the queen. Bishop and the queen. Yeah, right. I like that. Okay, that's... Is this all... Okay. Those are all the details. Then the first day... Yeah. I go to that address. Yeah. That's the wedding in the church, and then that's the party afterwards. Wedding, then a party. Yeah. All right. I hope someone's going to be ferrying me about. I did confirm that I wanted to stay at the hotel, didn't I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank God for that, listeners. Thank God for that. <laughs> a minibus will drive you. Fucking, that's good. <laughs> second day. Yeah. An address. After the day's first ceremony and the reception, the second day is the last day of celebrations. Yeah, another party. Another party. Yeah. Response. Uh, kindly reply by May 1st2. Oh, yeah, you don't have to reply by then. Because that's like, it's in two days. Either by filling in, blah, 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 or send a picture and scanning the online survey. Is that what I want for eat? Yeah. Well, not what you want for eat, but if you have any dietary requirements, confirming that you're coming, uh, so you can either fill that in and give it back, or you can scan that and fill in an online survey. Amazing. It's modern. Absolutely amazing. I can't. Yeah. Fancy dress. Is it a surprise what you're going to be? Yeah. Is he, you can be a bishop, aren't you? Oh, not anymore. You said you're going to be a bishop. I'll have to be a pawn. You'll be a pawn star. Oh. <laughs> Definitely not at my uh, wedding party. Thank you so much. You're very welcome. And uh, I hope you can make it because you're my best man. I'll come. Good. I was having a go at writing the speech the other week. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I showed Lucy. She went inappropriate. Oh, really? Crossed it off, started again. Yeah. She said, we don't say that word. <laughs> <laughs> Deleted it. We don't say that here, do we? We've agreed. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm very excited. It's going to be a good one. It's going to be a right old bash. Fancy dress. Yeah. And what people are going to come as. Ooh. Do you know when it won't? Anyone's going to come as? No, I've no idea. Oh well, I thought that me, I thought that me mum and dad and my sister and her family were going to come as the Adams family. Yeah. But then my mum didn't want to be Uncle Fester, so why uh, couldn't she be a uh, thingy? Because <laughs> my sister had bags in Morticia. Can't she be Wednesday? Well, no, that's the kids in it. So my sister's already like, I'm Morticia, my husband's Gomez. What'd that make your dad? Lurch. Yeah, probably Lurch or 
the hand. Your mum comes there. What's it? Thing. <laughs> your mum. Well, your mum could be cousin it. Yeah, cousin it. My mum could be cousin it. Yeah. Or a, a grave. Because it'd be sad for your mum to shave her head just for one day, wouldn't it? Well, I know, because then the actual wedding's two days later. <laughs> and, you know, I don't think a hat would cover the bald spot. Do you have to, you, know, you know, it's like fancy dress. <laughs> Can you just be like an inanimate thing? Like, could I, could I you know, like, could I just come in funny clothes? Yeah, you could be a crisp if you want. To. Could I come, like, dressed, dressed in a jumbo thong bikini? I think so. You'd be Borat, wouldn't you? No. No? That's a mankini. Oh, what's a thongkini? No, a jumbo thong bikini. It's a bikini that's a thong <laughs> at the back. All right. Yeah. That's lovely. Yeah, come like that. Oh, this is exciting. What will I be at this wedding? Yeah, it's going to be autumn in Poland. It will, might be cold. Will I be pretty? Will I be rich? Here's what he says to me. What will I be? Both pretty and rich. <laughs> oh, fucking hope. You'll be uh, Paris Hilton. I'll be Paris Hilton, a beautiful woman. Um, <laughs> maybe I'll. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah, I'll, yeah. Previous I... things I've dressed up as in the past, right? I'm going to give you a speed round. Yeah, yeah. Year five, Johnny Bravo. Year six, <laughs> Draco Malfoy. Yeah. Uh, year 10, or oh, maybe year 11. I went dressed, or maybe it was year nine, I went dressed as Groucho Marx to World Book Day. <laughs> what book's he been in? Uh, no, I think it was World History Day. Uh, World History Day. It was World History Day, and Groucho Marx existed in human history. Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Does anybody know who you are? Who you were? Uh, teachers did. Yeah, yeah. At uni, I went as a robot to a, uh, a Halloween party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, another Halloween party, I went as a Frankenstein. Yeah, yeah. Uh, another, what else have I done? Another Halloween party, I went as Jason from Friday 13th. Yeah. And that's all the times I've ever dressed. Oh, once I went as a, what's he called? Jack from The Shining. Oh, yeah. To work. Fantastic. Because <laughs> that's just wearing clothes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, previous fancy dress I've done is... This is going to be a while. Fucking man, hey, man, well, I... Man's had a life in theatre. <laughs> I've got a bad memory. <laughs> I've been James Bond. I've been a snooker player. Uh, I've been a, a zombie uh, for Halloween. Uh, I can't remember anymore. It weren't long, was it? Because I've got a terrible memory. Got a terrible memory, you want to... So I need to book a flight, do I? Yeah. And who, do I, and who do I pay for this hotel? Uh, we'll figure all that out later. Don't worry about that. What else do I need? You need yourself, you need Lucy, and you need a good attitude. Oh, I can give you two out of three. <laughs> <laughs> Which you want. <laughs> Marching in without Lucy. Hey, everyone. Hey! <laughs> hey! No, that'll have me sad. Oh, oh, yeah. oh I'm going to ruin the wedding! Yeah, yeah. I'm going to ruin the wedding! Oh, I don't want that. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds bad. Oh. I want it to be good. He's turned up. He said he wouldn't do this, but he's turned up to the ceremony in a barrel with a pair of sus- suspenders over his shoulders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And he shit himself. <laughs> and he shit himself, vicar. Yeah. Uh, what when have I, you been doing this when week? I, when I meet that vicar, I'm going to shake his hand and say, Manchester United, Manchester City. Yeah, and he <laughs> will smile. He really will. 
<laughs> in my experience, uh, he'd, he'd like that. Yeah, there we go. What have I been up to? Yeah, what have you been up to? Rolling round in my own muck. That's good. <laughs> Expecting more of a story there. I, I stupidly took a sip of drink. <laughs> he's going to tell me about his week, but he's been rolling around in muck. I've not really been up to anything. Um, yeah, I've just been like going through the motions. I did some gigs. Uh, I did one in Stockport, which is a stone's throw away. That was quite good, and I got to just come home afterwards. And I did one in Leeds last night, which was good. Um, it's funny, though. Sometimes, I think when I do stand-up... Uh, it's different when I do Potter Vision because it's yeah. more of a play. But when I do stand up, sometimes I can get angry on stage, and when Ooh. you and when you get angry, yeah, you're not funny anymore. No, no. Because if you're trying to tell daft jokes while angry, mm. <laughs> it's just scary, isn't it? So I thought someone was heckling me by yeah. making a strange noise. It sounded like someone was like scraping. Wood on wood, you know, like a really Ooh. high-pitched squeal. And I was like, right, who's doing that? Trying to disrupt my set here? Trying to throw me and ruin me night? Someone's like, it's a motorbike outside. <laughs> <laughs> Would people laughing? Um, at some point or another, they were. That's um, good. Yeah, so mm. it was quite good. Uh, and I debuted the um, that joke. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and how did it go? Went down well. Oh, fantastic. So it'll definitely be making an appearance at Lucas's Comedy Farewell Show, which is in a few weeks. Yes, it's on the 26th of May. It's a, th- a Thursday, I think. And uh, Tom's going to be doing stand-up. We've also got the fantastic comedian Kate McCabe doing a spot, and I'll be there doing a spot as well. You'll be doing stand-up. and uh... Yeah. We'll be being funny little bastards, won't we? Yeah, yeah, we will. And that's at Fierce Bar in Manchester. So come and see us. We'd love to see you there, wouldn't we? And one unlucky member of the audience is going to get battered. Eh? <laughs> it's the first time hearing of this. Sorry, listeners. Sorry, ticket buyers. <laughs> hey, it could be you, though. Just imagine the headlines. Young person battered by the Pottervision boys. Might be an old person. Could be an old, might be an old person as we well. We have no prejudice with who we batter. No, we'll batter anybody, <laughs> me and you, won't we? We don't give a monkeys. We don't give a shit, Your Honour. We don't give a toss. Do you want to tell me uh, what was going in this chapter then? <laughs> Why not? Chapter 24, it's Rita Skeeter Scoop. So it's Boxing Day and everybody's got the Yule Ball hangover. We're tired. I've got a headache. I've woken up next to an ugly man. <laughs> They're roaming around. They're getting their homework done. It's all bloody brilliant. Anyway, next thing, lessons are starting up again and it's care of magical creatures. But Hagrid is nowhere to be seen. Instead, it's an old woman with a big old chin called Professor Grubbly Plank. Which is very fun to say. Uh, Hagrid's missing and it turns out he's crying. Because Rita Skeeter's done a nasty article about him and his mummy being a giant. So he's hiding away in his huts and Dumbledore's there wiping his tears. And it takes a little boy, Harry, to get him to his senses and go back to work. And then finally, Harry's in bed thinking about the second task and he decides that he's going to take Cedric's advice and take the egg in the bath. 
And that's it, Rita Skeeter's Scoop. Lovely. What a chapter. What a nice little chapter. Um, It's funny that at the beginning of this chapter, Harry is just as annoyed as we were last week about Cedric's vague tip. Oh, yeah. Yeah, So that's good. So it's it's nice to know that I'm not insane. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, You know, I think it's the first time in 81 episodes that what we've thought of characters' thoughts in the next (laughs) chapter. Uh, It's nice to know we're not completely insane. (laughs) Professor Grubbly Plank. I was thinking about this, uh, teacher, and I've got to say, if you were at Hogwarts, this would be (laughs) your favourite teacher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you would relish in saying her name. Yeah. Do you know what? Her first name is Wilhelmina as well. Go on. Wilhelmina Grubbly Plank. (laughs) But it's double-barrelled, right? So she used to be Wilhelmina Grubbly, which is brilliant on its own, and then she's married Mr. Plank. Wilhelmina Grubbly. Plank. Yeah. Wilhelmina Grubbly Plank has taken over uh, the care of magical creatures, yeah? Yeah. And it's funny because <laughs> a lot of students really like that they've got a new teacher. Like, yeah. dare I say, an overwhelming majority. Yeah, I think so. And it got me thinking, perhaps Hagrid doesn't need to be a teacher. <laughs> We've been saying this for weeks. Pavati says, like, you know, because they're going, oh. Yeah. I hope, uh, you know, Grubbly Plank gets to keep the position. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Harry's like, what about Hagrid? And Pavati's like, he can still be fucking innkeeper, whatever he is. Yeah, (laughs) innkeeper. (laughs) No room, sorry. He's still Um, with the innkeeper, Cardi. I know. Well... For the first thing, like, every single lesson this year, and this is for a whole term, they've been looking at the same animal. These blast-ended scroots. First lesson without him, they've got a unicorn. That's like <laughs> top-tier creature. Do you know what I mean? What yeah. have we been doing? Faffing around with these flamey, farty bastards. I know. When we got unicorns, you know, proper <laughs> stuff. And she knows her stuff, doesn't she? <laughs> Facts that Hermione doesn't even know. Where has Grubbly Plank come from? I know. Well, I know, because last year when uh, Professor Lupin was ill, it was Snape who was covering the lessons, being a supply teacher. But suddenly we've got Grubbly Plank. Yeah. But with her being old, maybe she's like... Because they sometimes do that, don't they? They get like a retiree back. A supply teacher in. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Or, uh, you know, like... Because I remember we had an English teacher who was ill, so they brought this bloke out of retirement to do a term with us. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah, and he must have been in his 60s. It was funny when they did that, because you would notice that something was just a bit off about the work that they did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, it's not the fucking curriculum we're doing. No. You're you're teaching (laughs) us some mad shit here, you. I know. (laughs) Like what? But there doesn't seem to be any curriculum. Like he's taken over from this bloke who's been doing it for years, Kettleburn. Mm. He thought, "Look at that! What are these?" <laughs> Just decided to have his own little project. Is everybody doing the scroots? His <laughs> first year doing them, second year. What's happening? Like I'm just imagining he's doing the same with everybody. I didn't. I didn't realise that it was Hagrid who had created the scroots. <laughs> no, I didn't realise this. Which. Man's acting like he's God. Well, you can't making... be you can't be engineering life. Well, he's making different species shag each other. <laughs> like he's not just like one by accident. 
<laughs> you had about oh. 30. Yeah. Oh, look at these blasts. And you've given them sh- the shittest name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've given the shittest name. Yeah, yeah. Blast ended yeah. screws. Look, we're going to look after these, these things that I've made up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking hell, you mad bastards. One of these things <laughs> could kill us. Oh, bloody hell, Hagrid. <laughs> I know. It's like, what's he going to be doing next? Right, come on, unicorn. I'm sure you like the look of that bear, don't you? <laughs> hey? Do you like that bear's breast? What? Right, Hagrid, you deserve to be stuck in your, in your huts. Why are you trying to make a unicorn honey for a bear? Come on! What's that centaur called, Bane? Oh, yeah. Bane, eh? Hey. What do you think? What do you think? You liking that spider? Yeah. <laughs> what about Ronan and Buckbeak? I've seen them looking at each other. You ever been jerked off with eight arms before, Bane? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> The things you could do with them. <laughs> Go on, Aragog. Go on. <laughs> Mozag won't mind. <laughs> Mozag wants in. Hey, we won't tell her, will we? It'll be between me and you. <laughs> <laughs> right, I hope you don't mind me saying, Aragog, but uh, you smell of horse. <laughs> Where have you been tonight? Hey? Is that hay I can smell? <laughs> Please. You said you were going down to the pub with your mates. Oh, so why has one of these spiders got hooves? <laughs> hey, he's not one of mine. <laughs> Bane, can you? That's what that's not most uh, Aragog sounds like. Bane, you will have to take him. <laughs> Oh, God, just left me with a bun in the oven and then ran off home. I have to say, though, that Harry Potter is out of his fucking mind, right? (laughs) Can I say that for the first time ever? For the first time ever, I'll grant you that. Yeah, he is. Hagrid is not at his lesson, right? Yeah. And instead of just rolling with it going, I guess he's off today. I guess he's got a job. He's losing his mind going, where's Hagrid? Where's Hagrid? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Luckily, Draco's there, good boy, because he knows that Harry doesn't read the paper. And he's like, listen here, pal. There's a clip in here of a Hagrid. Like, they did a little piece about him in the uh, paper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and Harry's losing his effing mind. Going, banging on banging on his <laughs> door. Know. Banging on his front door. How inappropriate. <laughs> I know. <laughs> he's going mad. And that newspaper article, there are no lies in it whatsoever. Yeah, I got the exact same thing. Yeah, I know, like, <laughs> I know it's a bit sad putting all your faults together in one article, but it is true. <laughs> They're all true. It's like, why has Hagrid been chosen as a teacher over more qualified people? Yeah, true. Why is he bringing these dangerous creatures that he has spliced himself? Why is he breaking laws and breeding animals? Like, yeah. That's against the law. Yeah. <laughs> and his mummy's a giant. That's also true. <laughs> and giants are vicious. That's also true. There's no lies in this, Hagrid. Yeah. What you're annoyed with is the truth. Hey, but it made me interested that unicorns don't like blokes, she was saying. Uh, Professor Grubbly Plank. Do they like floating men in the forest? Oh, yeah, they like them, don't they? <laughs> With a big cloak on. Ooh. <laughs> I know, but they don't like blokes. Finally, we yeah. get some more information <clears throat> about the giants. Oh, yeah. 
mostly extinct, evil, massive. I think I could. I'd like to watch an entire wizarding movie about giants. I would, or at least a short video about Hagrid's conception. <laughs> Would you like to see that? I know. The giants speak English or something else. God, it'd be like throwing a sausage down a hallway, wouldn't it? What's the giant for? Is it in yet? <laughs> okay then. <laughs> yeah. Bloody hell! Throwing a sausage down a hallway. It would. It'd oh, be like dear. dropping a chipolata in a swimming pool. Yeah. It'd be like a worm in a basketball court. Well, because they're 20 feet high, aren't they? I know. We'd have to have a stepladder. And Hagrid is what? 12 feet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's half the size of a normal giant, isn't he? I know. But then the other way around, like, that would surely kill the mother, you know, just having a baby half giant growing inside you. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm right. <laughs> I'm wondering who's uh, who's leaked all this information. Do you reckon it was uh, Madame Maxime? Do you not remember? No. I won't spoil it for you. Oh, don't spoil it. We'll find out. <laughs> Probably the most boring plot point in the whole book. It's I won't not, spoil it for you. It's, it's interesting. Is it? It's so funny that you, a man... Who hosts a Harry Potter podcast? Yeah, a man who has toured a Harry Potter show. Yeah, for a lot of your adult life. Yeah, it's <laughs> got no memory yeah. about this plot point. No, no. Well, I've, is it in the film? Um, don't know. Maybe I forget. No. I've only read these books once, and it was when I was a nipper. When he was a sh- nipper. When I was a nipper, your honour. Yeah, yeah. I can't believe I was like. Ron called Hagrid a stupid git. <laughs> I missed that bit. Did you? Yeah. He's like, oh, why did the, the stupid git run in his mouth? <laughs> Ron, some thoughts you don't have to say. Yeah, it's funny though. Hagrid's gone missing. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> Harry's visibly upset. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <gasps> yeah, he's fucking visibly upset. And You're dr- sweary today, aren't you? <laughs> That's like doing a podcast with a sailor. Um, what's he called? Malfoy. Uh, Malfoy leans in and he goes to Harry. He goes... <laughs> he goes, are you missing the elephant man? <laughs> I don't think Malfoy knows who the elephant man is. Mm-hmm. I think he's heard about the Elephant Man. Yes, I am, actually. I'm missing the Elephant Man. <laughs> John Merrick was a good pal of mine. Uh, and I'm missing him. Yeah, I think Malfoy thinks he's the size of an elephant, the Elephant Man. But that's not why he's called the Elephant Man. He's called the Elephant Man because he's disfigured. Because <laughs> he's ugly. Because he's got, like, a big elephant face. Mm. Yeah. I think, I think he's in a world of his own, Malfoy. He doesn't know his references. But he does do a good line about the skelly grow, doesn't he? Yeah, I thought the stupid git had just swallowed a bottle of skelly grow when he was a tot. Yeah. <laughs> Is that how it works? It makes you big. Well, I think, I think it just repairs skeletons, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just have like, if you drank a whole bottle of skelly grow, you just have fantastic bones. <laughs> Which he does. Which he does. Hagrid does have fantastic bones. Maybe Madame Maxine did. I think I said this last week. Madame Maxine did swallow a bottle of Skelly Grow. Oh, yeah. 
Because she's just got fantastically big bones. Oh, yeah, because Ron says about her being dinosaur bones. I wonder, like, I reckon the fact that Elephant Man is a cultural reference that has reached Draco Malfoy... <laughs> I know! ...is absolutely potty, because you know for a fact... Yeah. They won't have a television yeah. in the Wizarding World. No, in their house, will they? No, no, exactly. So they won't have a television. But also, like, it maybe implies then that John Merrick was a <laughs> wizard. He was a wizard. Maybe that was how he ended up like he was, like a bad accident, a magical accident or something. We remember in the Deathly Hallows movie where um, Hermione shoots Harry's face and it swells like, oh! Oh, yeah. Maybe that's what happened to John Merrick and it never... Yeah, yeah, I reckon so. Maybe he was on his way from the... What are they called? The Creepers or something? The Elephant Man yeah, is my favourite film. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Harry Potter, boy wizard, is lying to his best friend Hermione, telling her that he's figured out the egg. Yeah. Right. First of all, why? Because she might be your only hope... Because she's the only one with a brain in her skull to be able to do it. But also, at the beginning of the chapter, right, he's trying to figure out the egg, right, by talking to the egg. I just... Uh, <laughs> listening carefully to the screams. At one point, he tries to throw it across the room. Yeah, that'll be it. That's like when you're playing a video game and you can't figure out what to do and you start doing mad stuff. Oh, yeah. And you think, why would that be it? I know. Stood by the wall, pressing A and B at the same time. <laughs> That'll, that'll get me to the princess. Shooting a river. Yeah. <laughs> you do just try random things. Hey, what if I use the axe on me drink? What? All all, all the uh, tri a champions together. Did you figure it out? Yeah. You throw it, don't you? <laughs> you threw the egg. Bit mad that, innit? <laughs> you just got to chuck it, everyone. <laughs> yeah. Hey... We never saw Crumb uh, swimming around in his trunks in the film, did we? Yes. Oh, yeah, we did, yeah. <laughs> during the task. <laughs> Forgot about that. He's Do like reckon... Daniel Craig in this chapter. Do you wonder he? if that, this is a hint to the next task that Crumb is already preparing. Oh, I think he could be right there, practising. Crumb's going swimming in the icy lake. The one thing he's got to worry about is the big fat squid that's in there, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, maybe he's preparing for the next challenge already. I think so. And hey, we've got the elephant man and he's going to be shark boy. He's going to turn his head into a shark. He's going to turn his head into a shark. Yeah, and swim about, scarily. I think that was one of the best um, methods of completing the uh, task, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. Gillyweed was alright, but I don't like the idea that they all had time limits on them. Hmm. Because as soon as he got up, his shark things went away. Harry's runs out of his uh, gills. Scaring yeah. me. So Harry, uh, he lies to Hermione. He's, she goes, "What are you doing going to Hogsmeade? You, you haven't figured out your egg yet." He goes, "I've I've pretty much figured it out." Yeah. And she goes, "Oh, that's fantastic!" And doesn't question him on it. How yeah, out yeah, of character? Yeah. As if she wouldn't go. Really? What do you have to do? What is it? I know. That curious little mind that Hermione G is. <laughs> <laughs> it's Hermione G. Hermione G. That's just made me think of Honey G from X Factor. Do you remember her? It's like a middle-aged woman with sunglasses on. Thinking of Honey G's made me think of Tim Westwood. 
Oh, lovely. Um, so they go into a little pub. <laughs> they went, oh, I want to get drunk. So they go into a pub. Yeah. Hogsmeade. And there's goblins at the bar. Yeah. Get them out of there. I don't want to sit in a bar with goblins. Yeah, they should be at the bank. They could deal with me money. I just don't want to be sat next to them. Hey, before before we mention that, talking about Crumb, Ron's uh, broken up his dolly. Did you read this? Oh, yeah. Harry found a snapped-off miniature crumb arm under his bed. The little git is practising voodoo. Yeah. Oh, that'd be weird, wouldn't it, if Crumb had next day was like, his arm snapped off. Oh, it's no good. If you could have a voodoo dolly of anybody, who would it be and what would you do to the voodoo dolly? Sounds like a question we've already had. If I could have a voodoo dolly of anyone... <laughs> yeah. Excuse <I'd>... you. There's <laughs> <laughs> the leather... Got a squeaky chair. It's the leather, you bastard. I'd have a voodoo dolly of you... Oh, I. And I'd tie it to a balloon and let it go to space. <laughs> <laughs> that is horrendous. Is it? Is it not nice? <laughs> I'd like you to be in heaven. Right. Would that not be nice? Right, imagine I'm like... If I'm inside when that happens, <laughs> I'm going to be like that bloody glass elevator in Willy Wonka. Yeah. Right, okay. I'm I'm having my normal day, right? Suddenly, I start floating up in the air. Right. Am I going to be looking down thousands of feet to the ground thinking... This is lovely. Knowing you, yeah. As I'm breaking through the Earth's atmosphere. Yeah. Losing my breath. (laughs) I've gone past heaven. I'm in space. That's Sandra Bullock. Dead. What would you do with... um, What voodoo doll would you like to have then? I'd have a voodoo dolly of you. (laughs) You bastard. And uh, I'd pat you on the back every time uh, you thought you were alone. Fucking hell. You gotta think about how you know big an hand it's compared to a voodoo doll. I know. You'd be knocking gonna... the wind out of me. <laughs> oh, oh. Yeah, it's gonna make you jerk forward, maybe fall to the floor each time. No you... matter what you're doing, no matter where you are. You're an evil git, aren't you? You sent me into atmosphere, an atmosphereless vacuum. I hope you float towards the sun and your body disintegrates into mush. Thank you. Yeah, because I'm gonna be alive by that point, aren't I? Whoa. I've been in space for a few years now. I'm nearly at the sun. (laughs) Oh, shit, it's going to burn me up. Oh, why did he do that to me? Well, you're on it. I once saw a piece of uh, ginger that looked like a voodoo doll. A piece of ginger? (laughs) Yeah. From now on, you're not allowed in the fruit and veg section. (laughs) Hey, what's he doing with that safety pin? Say that, enemy. He's poking the ginger mum. Ginger mum. Don't be poking gingers in the supermarket, okay? I thought it was a tad unprofessional that Ludo Bagman is revealing things about Barty Crouch's welfare and, like, his work habits to Harry Potter. I feel like he just talks to anybody willy-nilly, this bloke. (laughs) He's like, oh, yeah, he's disappeared. Uh, but don't worry, we'll find him. I'm a kid. You shouldn't be telling me this. I'm a kid. And he don't whisper this bloke, does he? He's a loudmouth. 
<laughs> I know. And uh, he offers uh, he offers Harry some advice. He says, "Hey, I can uh, tell you about that egg if you want." And Harry goes, "No, no, not for me." No, but can you not imagine, like, you say you're off sick at school. Oh yeah. <laughs> you come in like a month later, and the kids are like, "Oh, all right, sir, we heard you had sickness and diarrhea." <laughs> You'd be like, "Excuse me." Surely, like, you know, yeah. some things shouldn't be... A bit... Oh, we heard you were squirting out both ends. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I turn around and go, who told you that? Oh, we heard you slipped in it. Yeah, I did, I did. <laughs> yeah. Who have I told? Which teacher have I <laughs> revealed that to? <sighs> Shit myself, colleague. <laughs> I know. But rumours spread, don't they, when people are ill? Like with Hagrid, these rumours are going round. But uh, I remember a teacher was ill and people thought she was pregnant. Just, just went on holiday, I think. And these bloody rumours spread like wildfire, don't they? Mm. Mm. But I was thinking earlier, in talking of absence, like, uh, you know, Barty Crouch being absent, Hagrid was absent. When I think... I don't cause that much alarm when someone's absent. Like, I remember yeah. being at school and, like, one of my best friends was just off <laughs> for, like, two weeks. Yeah. And he wasn't online on MSN. And, like, I didn't ring him. And I just, I guess I just assumed he was dead. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just, I just accepted that, you know, this is, this is what happens now. You don't get concerned by things like that as a kid. You just think, like, no, well, I guess they're not around anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas now you're like, oh, we've not heard from David for a while. What's yeah. up with him? And what had happened? He'd slipped in the shower. Oh, my God. Like, hurt his back? Yeah, I think his hip or his back or something. Ooh. And is he all right now, pray? I don't know. You'd have to ask him. All right. I'll ask you. What's his name? I forget. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. I've got a question. Of all these characters... You've got a cue burning through your heart, haven't you? <laughs> I've got a cue, and I'm hoping you've got the A. Okay, I've got the A. Go on. Have these people, these adult people, got nowhere else to go to apart from this pub? It, like, everyone anybody knows is always in there. Yeah. Politicians... Journalists, teachers, students, students. <laughs> We're all at that one pub, aren't we? Hey. I'd be walking in going, oh, no, it's a bit too lively in here. No cool people in here. I know. I want some. I want to be somewhere cool. They need to set up like a rival cocktail bar, you know, for people who don't quite like the vibe of the pub. Yeah. Get people in like uh, Bellatrix Lestrange. I bet she likes a cocktail, don't she? Hell yeah. No, Helena Bannum Cass. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember when we did that, um, what was it called? Uh, we did a Double Vision episode on uh, Back to Hogwarts. Oh, yeah, the documentary, yeah, yeah. Oh, that was funny, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, they had a little weird relationship, didn't they? <laughs> Daniel Radcliffe and Helena Bonham Carter. Do you remember the letter I wrote for you? <laughs> yes, you tried to marry me, didn't you? <laughs> We're not kissing down here. What? No one said you are. He's a child. He's a child. That thirty-year-old man is a child. Yeah. Hey, uh, Rita Skeeter's photographer is called Bozo. 
Ozzy, some idiot from New York. My name's Bozo. <laughs> hey, Bozo. We we gotta get these. Uh, we gotta get these pictures for the newspaper. He's called Bozo. Rita Skeeter walks over to Hermione, and she has a pop at her curly hair. Oh, this is like the third yeah. I think anti curly hair attack we've had in this book. Like we've had three without, and yeah. now we're having one with. Well, last week you said uh, these things weren't getting to you, but are they starting to affect you? Oh, not me, but I was just wondering, like, people don't have a disdain for people with curly hair. Oh, curly hair's the best. Curly hair's nice. If I grew my hair out, mine would be curly as well. Liar. I'm not. (laughs) I've got naturally curly hair, eh? You do not. (laughs) Uh, They have a proper bitchy conversation, but I think Harry's quite, like, confrontational. She's there having a private conversation with a photographer, and he just shouts across the room, trying to ruin someone else's life, are you? <laughs> Bloody hell. He has a proper go at her, but then she's quite bitchy to Hermione. Oh, it's like something out of Hollyoaks or something. Hmm. Oh. Imagine if she shouted back, are you getting on with that egg? Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I know, he needs to figure that shit out, doesn't he? But anyway, they go back from the huts and they decide to visit Hagrid. And who's there but Dumbledore? Hagrid is never the visitor. <laughs> He's too big, isn't it? Everyone always comes to him. That's that's the thing. The thing is about parents is well, not parent. Well, he's not a parent. He's he a... is Lupin. <laughs> Sometimes certain people will never visit, but they'll only be visited. I always find that parents won't visit, but they'll only be visited. I know, yeah, yeah. And it's like, like I'm assuming, does your sister go around to your mum's more than your mum goes to hers? No, it's very vice versa. It's quite 50-50. Oh, is it? Yeah. But then, like, do you remember, like, I feel like my gr- we'd only ever go visit my grandmothers. We would never, like, be visited by them. Yeah. God, bloody... Bedridden old woman won't come and visit us, eh? But like... <laughs> come on! Why don't you get out of bed and come and visit us once in a blue moon, eh? <laughs> oh, it's always at the amount of petrol. It adds up, you know. <laughs> Coming to see you. Bringing biscuits every week. <sighs> uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm. It's funny. They're all like... um. Trying to console Hagrid. Yeah, him and his fat tears. <laughs> Ruby is Hagrid and his black beetle eyes. <laughs> and uh, Dumbledore says, don't worry about that. My brother, like everyone has got uh, bad people in the family. Yeah. And he goes, my brother Aberforth was arrested for practicing inappropriate charms on a goat. What's happening there? <laughs> Care to elaborate, Dumbledore? <laughs> What's he been doing? The fact that he said inappropriate. It's nothing worse than Agrid's been doing with these bloody scroots. Aberforth, why has this goat got a pair of boobies? (laughs) (laughs) Do you not say that's inappropriate, Aberforth? Huh? Uh, oh, ask uh, me brother. Je ne sais quoi, uh, how you say. <laughs> <laughs> well, when they meet him in a few books' time, I hope they pose this question to him. What were you doing to a goat out before? Before we ask for your help, you dirty bastard. Yeah, before you help us with the Deathly Hallows, uh, what have you done to Billy over here? <laughs> uh, he's traumatised. Why is Billy in a bra? 
<laughs> Why is Billy and the Billy Goat's bra? <laughs> Tell us that before you tell us about the scene stone or whatever you're doing. So, um, Hagrid, he uh, he goes, he lets them lot, you know, say the nice things to him. Yeah. Don't he? Yeah, yeah. And he likes it. He likes the nice things to say to him. And it gives him the confidence to be proud of who he is. Yeah. But also, he takes this an opportunity to bring down Madame Maxine. He goes, unlike her, yeah, Satan. yeah, yeah. And it's like that's, you know, she's still going through something. Yeah. Unlike her, saying she's got just got big bones. How do you know she doesn't? Yeah, maybe she, oh, I'm saying that fucking joke again about Skelligrow. <laughs> <laughs> Not even funny. You're only plagiarising a fictional character. I'm plagiarising myself. <laughs> Yeah, I know. Don't drag others down with you, well, maybe, even if maybe you're she sad. Have, maybe she does have big bones. Are all big people giants? Well, giants have big bones, Why don't you they? walk up to someone tall? Half giant here? No. <laughs> Excuse me. I know. What can you do? What can you say? Yeah. <clears throat> and Hagrid, uh, so Harry, he gives him all this love, Hagrid. He's like, Hagrid... You know, you don't need to let her ruin your life. You're a good man. We bloody love you. And we want you to get back to work. And he goes, oh, thanks, Harry. And you, you know, when I first met you, you reminded me of me. I wouldn't say that, Hagrid, you dickhead. I'm nothing like you, you knob. You're a weirdo. You're friends with children. All right? Yeah, be... Fire yourself again. Resign. It would be weird... Even if Harry, Ron, Hermione started hanging around with a year seven, wouldn't it? I know, and that he's an adult year, man. And that's that where Hagrid started. My three best friends <laughs> who are 11 years old. <laughs> Has he tried to befriend anybody else, do you reckon? I think Hagrid was born in the 1920s. I think he was, yeah. Like, No, I mean, like, actually. Oh, right, so, yeah. yeah. Uh, no, he wasn't. Well, he's pretty old, isn't he? Because he's older than... Oh, well, i tell you what, he was, because we know the Chamber of Secrets was opened 50 years ago, so he's at least 63, 64. Born in the fucking 1920s. The 6th of December, 1928. There you go. Hey, he was a flapper. <laughs> There's a flapper. He came right into Prohibition, and he hated it. Yeah. And he became an alcoholic as a trauma response. Yeah. Nothing to do with his mum and dad. It was the Wall Street crash. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and no amount of charlestoning got him out of that clinical depression. The Great Depression was his. <laughs> what, do we, what else do we know about the 1920s? What else do we know? Uh, Hoover's. Uh, what are they called? Hoovervilles. Uh, moonshine. Um, speakeasies. First colour film. Uh, Model T Ford. Beginning of the Second World War. <laughs> Hagrid was involved in all of those things in a funny way. Yeah. Yeah. And finally, Harry decides after a week of mulling it over that he's going to have a bath with this egg and test out Cedric's theory. Oh. Uh. That's the end of that chapter, in it, for God's sake. Hell yeah. How many, how many, many, many mutant illegal animals out of five are you going to give this chapter? I enjoyed this chapter. It felt a bit like a nothing chapter, really. 
Right, not much happened. Uh, it was just a bit of character development for old haggers. Uh, very middling, not too exciting. I'm going to give it a bang in the middle, two and a half. Illegal mutant animals out of five. Now, for me, I like this chapter because it was full of a word that I hold dear to my heart. It was full of banter. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Everyone was giving it back and forth. Yeah, yeah. Draco and his bloody best mates had been lying to the papers saying that animals had been tearing them apart. Yeah. And they were scared of Hagrid. Uh, Harry acting out of his mind, running round, wanting to console Hagrid. <laughs> not seeing the lunacy that his mate, you know, should just be given the job even though he's not qualified for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the pub. Goblins in the pub. That was weird. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's so nice to get a little scene with Dumbledore. Dumbledore in Hagrid's shack consoling him. Mm. How fun would that be? Oh, Sometimes when you get a bit of one-on-one time with a cool teacher, that's fun. Very fun. Two of their favourite teachers, right there, right then. Lucky little kids. So for that reason, I give this chapter three illegal mutant animals <laughs> out of five. Lovely. Right. Are you ready for this week's edition of quiz? Yes. Quiz, quizicky, quiz, quizicky, quiz, 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 Gonna ask you some questions. How well will you do? Quiz, quizicky, quiz, quizicky, quiz, 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 Question one. What hair potion did Hermione use on her hair? Oh, it was Sleek Easy. Incorrect. It was Dr. Sleek Easy's. No. Question two. Yeah, what oh. is Hagrid's mother called? Oh, uh, Frid Wolfer. Correct. Question three. What colour are Bagman's eyes? Oh, Bagman's eyes. Oh, um, baby blue. Correct. What happened to Dumbledore's hearing in the cabin? Uh, oh, it, uh, he doesn't want to hear that Harry says git uh, or something. Uh, he has a temporary loss of hearing. No, he went temporarily deaf. Question five. That's the same. <laughs> Question five. What is the last word of the chapter? Oh, um, egg. Winding me up now. What? The word is anything. Oh. Is it really Dr. Sleekeasy? <laughs> yeah. Can't believe it. Unfortunately, you have lost the quiz. Quiz, quizicky, quiz, quizicky, quiz, 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 Gonna ask you some questions. How well will you do? Quiz, quizicky, quiz, quizicky, quiz, 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 Gonna ask you about our looks. How well will you do? Well, blow you a kiss. And now it is time for the nation's second. I've just been distracted by a text from Martina saying Boris Becker's going to prison for two and a half years. Anyway, it's Hedwig's droppings. We're not alluding to owl poo. We're not alluding to plurbings. We mean the messages you send in when we allude to Hedwig's droppings. What's in a beak this week, Chip Cheap? Now we've had a few lovely five star reviews. The first one is from Izzy121096, and Izzy says, Currently on episode 30, and looking forward to listening to more. Really funny and great to find a podcast that has the same appreciation for Lucius Malfoy that I do. Mm. Hoping you will bring your live show to Sheffield soon. 
Lucy, which got Lucy? Izzy. Izzy, we've got some bad news for you. <laughs> you missed it. You missed it, Izzy, but uh, if you catch up another 50 episodes before Thursday, uh, we're going to be in Leeds on Friday. Catch up, Izzy. Uh, but yeah, we're open. Can to someone do... tell Izzy? Someone tell Izzy. Yeah, if you know Izzy121096, I don't know if that's her surname, tell her that it's already happened. Oh. Uh, but we are hoping to be back one day in Sheffield, aren't we? Yeah, if they'll have us. If they'll have us. Now, we've had another review from Knife Emoji, Skull Emoji, Knife Emoji. Oh. And they say, you guys are so funny. I listen to you on a daily basis. You make me laugh. And the longer the episode, the happier I am. Oh. Well, just for you, Knife Skull Knife, we're going to do a three-hour special next week. We're going to finish the episode and leave the microphones running. Yeah. (laughs) So you'll just have uh, about an hour and 50 minutes of silence. But it'll be longer, so you'll be happy, won't you? And finally, we've had a five-star review from Sound Analysis, who says, The Pottervision podcast always brightens my day. I started listening to it a few weeks ago while I was waiting for new episodes of my other podcasts, and it quickly became my new favourite Harry Potter podcast. Whether it's the hilarious discussions about Harry Potter things that make absolutely no sense at all, the brilliant character impressions, or Lucas's panto stories, listening to Pottervision always makes my day. Oh, that's lovely. Thank you, guys. That's very nice. This, oh, that was Hedwig's Derbings. This has been the Pottervision Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. We have got four more dates on our tour, and we would love to see you. We are in Manchester this Thursday, but that's sold out. We are in Leeds this Friday, where there are a few more tickets. And then we are in London on the 15th of May, and we are in Brighton on the 16th of May. And we would love to see you there. Get your tickets ASAP. And also, me and Tom are doing this uh, one-off stand-up comedy night before I pack my bags the next day and go to Germany. Uh, it's on the 26th of May, and that's at the Fierce Bar in Manchester. And we'd love to see you there. Ticket links are all on the website. Also, if you want to support us on Patreon, we've got bonus episodes. We have released today, I think, the same day. We've done a bonus episode on the film Twilight. We sat down and we watched Twilight and then we got together and we spoke about it. And I've been telling people what a funny episode that is. It's a cracker. We really do like it. And we hope you do too. Uh, and to access that, you just have to be on uh, the second tier at least, which is just £4.50 a month. And I think that's pretty good value for all the bonus content you can get. Anyway, next week we will be on episode 82, chapter 25. This is the longest we've gone into a book so far of The Goblet of Fire. Are we normally done right now? Normally we're done. I think the last book had 22 chapters and we're on 25 already. Oh. And it's the egg and the eye. Okay. You have been Tom Lawrence and a wonderful version of yourself. And you have been the best you can be, Lucas Kirkby. Bye-bye now. Thank you for listening to the Pottervision podcast. The music was performed by Jack Evans. If you'd like bonus content and to support the show, you can visit patreon.com forward slash Pottervision.